JD Talking Sports. It is Saturday, December 16th, 2017, a week till Christmas, fifth night of Hanukkah. JD Talking Sports, shop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes, rate me on iTunes. Subscribe to my YouTube page. You Did I say that right? YouTube? Yes. Okay. Now, I know Carmelo's homecoming. I, I got to get something off my chest. Mel Wilkerson, 2011, round one pick, 30th pick of the draft, out of Temple. Jersey guy. Elizabeth? I think he was grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Two-time second team All-Pro uh, all pro and got a $85 million deal with $53 million guaranteed. He is a healthy scratch tomorrow in New Orleans. Healthy scratch because, again, he was late for me. Todd Bowles wouldn't talk about it. This is a man who was given guaranteed $53 million and he can't get his ass to show up for meetings. What's going on here? They said maybe something's going on with his life. That's what I read somebody on Instagram and I said, listen, we all have fucking problems. We're all tired. We don't want to go to work sometimes, but we go to work. I have not taken a sick day with the I train these kids. I have not taken a sick day in nine months. No, I know it's only been nine months, but I've gone and I was sick for a month. I went to every day. I go to train my clients. I go in every freaking day. And I don't, I don't have 53 million. <laughs> I didn't get a $53 million sign. That's what you have to do. It's your job. You can't make it to a, late to a meeting. I'm a trainer. If I show up late for work, I don't have clients anymore. And he keeps doing it. And to be that bad that you freaking don't even show up, maybe you're unhappy with how you, what's going on with the team. Dude, I, I, have no, I have no sympathy for you. And I'm glad that Bulls is like, I'm done with this shit. You know what? You're not coming this week. Okay? And you stay home. Now, Brian Costello, the post, picked them 42-10. The Saints, I think it's going to be a blowout. Claiborne got uh, burned last week in Denver. Well, they, the whole team was a terrible game. I mean, Bryce Petty hasn't played a game in a calendar year. Doesn't look good. You got Alvin Kamara, who was almost, what, 600 yards rushing, receiving. You got Ingram, who was 971. I mean, they're, they got a hell of a running attack. You got Drew Brees completing almost 72% of his passes. Bad things can happen. What am I doing? What am I going to pick tomorrow? I am going to take the... What should I... I'm going to take... I'm going to take New Orleans. 35-10. He took 42-10. I'm going to go 35-10. And I think the Giants against the Eagles tomorrow, I think Nick Foles is going to play the game of his life. I think I, think I got 28-3. I'm going to go 28-3. 35-10. 28-3 Eagles, 35-10 for the Saints. Nobody plays well in New Orleans. And I'll tell you, they get a win tomorrow. Jacksonville over the Texans, they're in the freaking playoffs. And we want new teams in. And Blake Bortles playing lights out last couple weeks. All good things. I'm excited. I'm excited to get some new blood in the playoffs. I think, I think the Steelers, I'd like to see them get a win tomorrow. I just don't know. It's the only thing. Pats two in a row. When was the last time the Pats lost two games in a row? Not not since last. It's been a couple of years, right? Since they went on that swoon a couple of years ago. Actually, it was the swoon was two years ago when they after KC game they were they were down and out. They were playing bad football, 
and they were telling, saying they should replace Brady. Yeah, I can't. I'm taking the Patriots. I can't believe they'll lose two in a row. I mean, I'd like the Steelers to beat them, but I don't think it's going to happen. Did two workouts today, two because I'm crazy, and I have to get to. I'm in this contest that if I do 94 active minutes a day, I get this badge, which people would say, who gives a shit? I don't know. That's the way I live my life. YOLO. You only live once, right? And I read something in LA Times today. A woman who can't afford to live in LA, she's a civil servant. She does six hours commute every day, three each way. She takes a train. She wakes up like three o'clock in the morning. She leaves at three o'clock in the morning. She gets home usually eight, nine o'clock at night. She only sleeps about four and a half hours a night. But she put two kids through college. And instead of living paycheck to paycheck in LA, she is she can have a life and has a house and all that stuff, and she just does it. She is a seat she always sits in. She's a routine she always does. She gets the same spot she parks in every day. Listen, sometimes I'm like, wow, man, i got to commute in the city three days, a week, three days a week. And she does that. Unbelievable. Now, talk to Lithuanian Laser tonight. And I wanted to discuss... We're talking about Carmelo coming back. Now, I saw Strawberry's first game back for the Dodgers when in Chase Stadium, and there were some brawls, but I remember that being something because, you know, hey, he was uh, first, you know, number one pick in the draft, won a World Series ring, comes back, signed that huge contract with the Dodgers. That was one thing, you know, an icon, um, a Met icon, if you want to say. Now, Eric, I saw Carmelo's stats Seventh all-time Knicks score, twenty average almost 25 a game as a Nick, over 10,000 points as a Nick. Six all-star games, which to me means nothing. Oh, and another, okay. So I read something that LeBron said that, you know, by picking teams that some some players on the same team will be on opposite teams in the all-star game. He doesn't feel it like he goes, I don't think they'll make a big deal about it. I don't think it's, you know, we'll be able to survive. I'm like, who gives it? It's an all-star game. <laughs> You're playing on opposite teams in the All-Star game? Who gives a shit? I don't care. It's an All-Star game. And that's what we're going crazy about. And, and that's what made the news today. I was like, really? Really? That's really? Really? I mean, come on. A little ridiculous. Yeah, it, you're picking the teams and you might have same team opposite. It's kind of, don't you guys go against each other in practice? Okay, so Carmelo comes back and I put a video up of him pregame with that stupid hood on. They said he was locked in. Yeah, bullshit. He's fucking locked in. Whatever. Yeah. I know Carmelo Mr. No defense, all offense. Yeah, he's locked in. On a team 500. Came in 500. Hasn't been over 500 since they were seven games in four and three. Well, Knicks now 16 and 13. They fall to 14 and 15. 111.96 over OKC. I did love what Clyde said today. He said, Knicks looking mellow cooking well he did he had seven points early in the game 12 in the first half over five second half and they said oh you know they got in 345 in the morning and they played a triple overtime win over the Sixers and they were trying to go 3-0 and on the on the road trip because they won Paul George they won in his, in his home uh, return to Indiana which he didn't have a good game he didn't have a good game shooting well Carmelo shoots five for 18 12 points Russ says 25-7-7. There was a play in the first half I thought he'd travel right before halftime. And I I mean, I just thought he took a step and he got the foul. Paul George at 18. Listen, Beasley at season high, 30 points. 
Courtney Lee's playing. Courtney Lee has on the first half 46 for 49 on free throws this year. Doing better even than uh, Lithuanian Laser, who has been lights out, shoots 53 throws a night. And they get to win Knicks 16 and 13. Played Charlotte Monday night. And I I, I, I was watching post game, and Ron Baker had 11 points in 17 minutes. And he was plus one in the game. But they said he gets there 445. The, the, the security guys say he's there 445 whether he plays or not every day working on his goddamn game. As I talk about him, he's a hard fucking worker. So he had 11 points, three for four on threes. Said he was a, you know, he does everything. And Hornacek loves him. And freaking Jarrett Jack, who wasn't even supposed to be on the team because Ramon Sessions was supposed to be the man. 12 points, seven assists, eight rebounds, three steals. Plus 13. I'll tell you, Jarrett Jack is playing some, playing hard, playing tough. Makes 16 and 13, man. Mr. Lithuanian Laser didn't think they win a game this year. They got 16 wins already this year. I don't know how the season's going to end up, but right now, 16 and 13, I'll take it. Good season, man. And I, you know, and that whole thing about Carmelo coming back, you know, like it was a big, was it a big deal? They said he got a, you know, he got a standing ovation. Big whoop. But they, they said every time he touched the ball, you know, there's a lot of booing. Because you know what? They're a better team without him. And actually, they were 476 when they were with him when he played as a Nick and 272 winning percentage when he didn't play. And also, Knicks didn't have Porzingis. Sorny, first win, they were 0-4 the season without Porzingis. They're now 1-5 with Porzingis. Now they got to start winning the road, but things can change. And on that front, that's a good thing, right? That's a very good thing. Melo opens up about his time. Deeper than basketball. I don't care. Come, You know what? A lot of things deeper. You know what? It's a lot deeper. Nobody cares. I don't care. Maybe the other people. I don't care. I feel like you're gone. It's a better thing. And it's proving that, you know what? You went to a team with now supposedly now three superstars playing together and you're not meshing at all. Listen, they were better last year with Westbrook on his own than they are with the three of them together. They just don't gel together. They all need the ball. It's not working. They got to find a different different thing. He's toxic. I really do. I really think Carmelo is, first of all, he's not on the same level as Westbrook and George. I don't think he ever was because, you know, I, it said he's he's a scorer, great, but he doesn't do everything. You, I, I like all-around players, man. I saw freaking LeBron get an alley-oop on an angle and make a freaking dunk today. I just, you know, Carmelo, he doesn't get me excited. Never did. I always thought he was kind of like it was it was all about me. And he's never done anything, you know, never done anything in the playoffs. Get to a final, at least get to a finals, dude. Lead your team and take your team on a run. Hasn't happened. Yeah, he went to the conference finals once with the Nuggets. But I always thought the team was better than what they did. Maybe that's just me. No, it's not just me. That's what I yeah, I really do. I really do. Yeah, Baker, man. 440, you go in there kicking ass. How about this? Marshall, 11-2 in bowl games all time. Six straight win, longest in FBS. Active a- active streak, longest in, in the FBS right now. Six straight bowl win. They beat Colorado State in the Gilman, New Mexico Bowl. 31-28 over the Colorado State. What are they, the Rams? Yes. And they're, they're talking about that they're going to be better next year and they could be the UCF. And go to a big bowl game next year. Finish eight and five. Colorado State's finished seven and six. Their coach, Doc Holiday, I'm not lying. Five and zero oh in bowl games for Marshall. Big win. 
And then you have Dolphins playing for a playoff spot. They're playing the Bills, six and seven, playing the seven, six and seven Dolphins, seven and six Bills. And they got to stop LaShawn McCoy, 39 yards from 10,000 for his career. Came off a buck 56 in the snow, touchdown in the snow over the coast last week. And Tyrod Taylor's back, but now with an knee injury. Peterman is out on concussion, proto Nathan Peterman, but much better move. And actually, I read that Sean McDermott told the team when he went to Peterman with the, that he has told the team, hey, I fucked up, I made a mistake, and the team has rallied around him, which I think is good. Also, Cowboys playing at the Raiders on Sunday night football. And Sean Lee, who hasn't played a full season ever in his career, 20 credit with 20, 20 tackles against the win over the Giants. And they actually kept them out of 14 of the 80 plays to keep them fresh. Now, he's a big guy because you don't got Ezekiel Elliott playing this week. But I definitely think the Cowboys, Ra- Raiders aren't a good team. Cowboys are a good team. Raiders 6-7, and seven, Cowboys 7-6. Seven, Cowboys are a much better team. Then you have the Rams, 9-4, can take a big step toward clinching the NFC West over the 8-5 Seahawks. Now, Seahawks won the first meeting in Week 5 in L.A. Now, if they win the game, they'll have a two-game lead with two games left. But if they lose, they will be, they'll have lost the season series to the Seahawks, giving the Seahawks a tiebreaker. Now, Todd Gurley leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns with 13, second in yards from scrimmage with 16-37. Rams are 7-0 when, Curley, when Gurley gets... Curly. Gurley gets more than 20 touches and 2-4 and four when he doesn't. Had a season-low 16 last week in the loss to the Eagles. And actually, you know, the problem was the Rams, 45 offensive plays, not going to do it. They're going to have to fix it for this week. I'm excited. And I'm, I'm listen, Jacksonville, I told you, makes the playoffs. Blake Bortles, last two games, 5-77 to 77 yards passing, 71 Percent of uh, completed his passes, four TDs, and no INT. That's what he's no. Hey, listen, doesn't turn over the ball. He's playing good ball, man. Their uh, their defense ranked number one in the NFL in points allowed. I'll tell you, they have a chance of getting. I don't think they're going to pass number two, but hey, I love what Doug Marone says. We haven't accomplished anything right now. All we've accomplished are nine wins, and we have four losses. Well, that's pretty much. And can get their first playoff burst in two thousand seven. I like it. And the, the video tribute for Carmelo, I was asking, I mean, was he, I guess so. I mean, he, to me, he's not a Ewing. Even a Starks had more success as a Nick, in my opinion, than Carmelo. But hey, what do you know? That That's the world now. You know, we got to coddle these athletes. Got to show them how much we love them or else, you know, it's bad PR. But I, I don't think he brings the same love as as I, I don't I don't think of him a look Ryan still has a, a Starks jersey that he wore to shoot the threes yesterday and I said if he took it off the jersey could shoot threes for him that's how old it was but he, yeah he went hot he went twenty for twenty five so I need to shut up on that front and uh, he uh, Carmelo said there will be appreciation for him wasn't there for just a year good for you I ho- I'm glad it all worked out for you you know I'm glad. Now, you know, you have the Juan Lagaris. I'm going to talk a little baseball now. Juan Lagaris is working on having, putting a little more arc on his, you know, hitting more balls up. Hopefully it'll increase his power numbers for this year. Now he's more, more for defensive than for offensive. 
His fly ball rate actually dropped to a career low 29% last year. And they have a launch angle, which is, you know, I read all this stuff that basically his was his was below average for a 8.5 where the average for an NFL a Major League Baseball player was nearly 12 degrees. That's what they said, the launch angle for getting balls in the air. And they said too many of the balls he hit were bouncing in the infield to little effect. His ground ball rate rose from about 42%, they said, in 2016 to nearly 51% last year. And as I said, his fly ball rate dropped too. And he actually, he actually, he asked for advice from his agents. And they said, uh, they, uh, the agents also happened to represent Raul Abanez, a power hitting outfielder, played 19 seasons in the majors with three or five home runs. And he had used, I want to get the names right. Wallenbrook, yeah, he went to uh, coaches Wallenbrook. I don't want their first names. Shoot, Wallenbrock and Van uh, Sayak, who helped Martinez, JD Martinez, turned into a three hundred hitter with thirty home runs a year the past few seasons, and helped transform Taylor on the Dodgers, who uh, two eighty eight hitter with twenty one home runs with the center field for the Dodgers this year. He spent a week in, uh, actually flew to Southern California to spend a week with them. And hey, listen, if he could do it, it would be great because, listen, they only have Conforto. Also, he might spend some, you know, Conforto. Dominic Smith, they're hoping he could have a good game, a good year at first base. He said, uh, now he did say something interesting, Lagares. He said, it also depends on the opportunities I get it. I could do all this, and if I don't get the chance to play, I can't do anything, which is usually true. And he might spend some time with Daniel Murphy, who is, listen, Mets gave up on him. You know, he had that monster postseason when they lost in the World Series to KC. He had a monster month. And look, he is destroying pitching with the Nationals, destroying, changed his whole hitting everything. I mean, he just took off from the postseason. He took, carried it over, and he has been dominant. Remember, I talked about it all the time on a radio show. I looked at his stats, and against the Mets, he murdered him. Murdered him. I read some interesting too because tonight they played the 100th anniversary of the first game. Ottawa played against the Canadians outside, and they saw some guys drinking beer. It was freezing out, but it was cool to play outside on the ice. Now I didn't know this, but goalies, when first they 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 had to stay upright, they couldn't go over. And listen, to this goalies would have wanted. To, Goalies served their own penalty until the 1941-42 season, forcing their teammates to guard the net in their app. So think about that. Until 40-41-42, if a goalie got a penalty, he had to go out, and basically it was like no goalie. It was like pulling the goalie at the end of the game. Now, 100 years ago, arenas were small and darker. The players were also smaller, averaging about 5'9", 160. And the best of them played close to 60 minutes a game. Now the guys, what do they play, 30, 35 minutes a game? Small rosters and fewer substitutions meant the game was slower. Equipment was limited, provided all minimal protection. Players did not hit nearly as hard as they do today. Forward passing was not permitted in the NHL. It would begin to phase in during the 1918-1919 season. When play began with two games on December 19-1917, goalies were not even allowed to drop to the ice to make a save. How about that? Is that crazy? Not even allowed to do that. Not even allowed to drop to the ice. How it's changed. And you get a penalty. So I thought that was pretty cool, all that stuff. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. 
That's pretty crazy, right? And they're talking about, you know, going to play in Mexico City that, you know, get an, get an NBA team over there, you know, because they brought, hey, listen, there are 35 million people of Mexican descent and nearly 57 million Latinos in the U.S. They, they expanded to Canada in 1994. Now, tickets for the two games that they had over there where the Nets played, who they play? They played OKC and they played Miami. Tickets ranging from twenty to four hundred fifty. They had over twenty. They had over twenty thousand one game and almost twenty thousand the second game. And you don't get a freaking team back in Seattle. You know they said that's the team right now that's in the running. The first expansion is going to be Seattle. I went to Key Arena once, man. I loved when I loved the Super Sign. I love the uniforms. Love the colors. It's been almost ten years since they left. Now they said that altitude and smog would be major adjustments. Uh, Miami guard Goran Dragic said uh, the elevation, which was at least 7,500 feet above sea level, is more than 2,000 feet higher than Denver's. Made it way worse than trying to cope with the thin air in a real game against the Nuggets. And actually, Brooklyn's Allen Crabb and uh, Russ, Russell Westbrook forced, forced actually got sick. Crabtree left the floor. He vomited twice in the Nets' come from behind victory over OKC. And Westbrook was so ill that he was granted permission, he, he got to skip deep post-game interviews. I didn't know that. And also the crime situation, not the best in Mexico. Well, they're going to put a G team there, see how that works out, work out the kinks. And they said the broadcast audience for the two games last week, according to the NBA, was estimated to reach more than 31 million TV households. Pretty cool, right? I think they should have a team over there. I, I definitely think it would be cool. And OKC came in on three straight road wins, heading to the next game. 17 straight over the Sixers. How about that, OK? That's, oof. Pretty crazy, right? I think they should have a team. I I, I like it. I, I think that'd be good for basketball. And I read an um, interesting thing about uh, Christmas Story. You know, it around it airs around the clock uh, around the clock during the holiday season, and they're doing a. I think tomorrow night's the live version. I'm like, eh. They're still getting uh, royalty check. Zach Ward, who played uh, Scott Far- Farkas in the classic film, told Pete he gets about 1800 every two years, and it comes in Canadian money because we shot in Canada. I did not know that. I thought that was pretty funny, right? Pretty funny. You know, I read something very interesting. They were talking about, you know, how Otani, you know, th- that, you know, that his, it, with the, you know, with his elbow, they're saying, you know, he actually got a, a platelet-rich plasma injection in his elbow in October, and Yahoo Sports reported this week that a medical report in Japan last month had revealed the first-degree sprain of his ulnar collateral ligament. Now, they do this, knew this during the recruiting process, and his ligament injury is said to be the least severe of its type. And they said, actually, uh, doctors said it's the normal wear and tear of a 23-year-old. who's now, He's now playing catch at 180 to 200 feet. They don't sound worried about the Angels. And uh, you know, I didn't know that Cincinnati has never had a player from Japan. Oh, that's, uh... And you know, this is the thing that with Otani that the uh, Angels are open to adjusting the rotation to get the best from him. Other teams will be sim- you know they got to be creative. Every team wants an edge and one size no longer fits all. Now, uh, Heim Bloom, the t- Tampa Bay's 
Rays senior VP for baseball ops said, what I think we, we're going to see is a specific way a team uses pitchers is going to be geared a lot more to the personnel. As opposed to trying to squeeze your players into a set mold that everybody's using, you might see some teams now start to take a look at their players and say, hey, we got these players. What's the best way we can use them? The six-man rotation is one example of that. And that's what I think Joe Madden does. You know, That's what a great coach does. It doesn't like, hey, I have a West Coast offense. I'm going to make these players, the players I have, make it work the best it could possibly be. And I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And the Carmelo, yeah, yeah. this is the thing. Uh, Van Gundy was asked about Carmelo Anthony. I don't think anyone expected when Melo left the Knicks that he'd be better than he was in New York. He said, Father Time is undefeated. Yeah, and Carmelo says, yeah, you, you know, you know, George got booed in Indy. He goes, I, I, I got a different feeling with New York. So it'll be special for me. I'll be lying if I say I'm not ecstatic to be, to go back to be playing there. Yeah, they said he should come off the bench, but I don't think his ego's going to let him do it. I just don't think he's going to let him do it. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Hey, and Francesca's done. Yeah. And he brought up a point about what, when Brady was at its best, it's live and local. They put too much of their effort into digital, not enough selling it to the people who are in their backyard. I agree. I'm in New York. I want to talk about my local teams. I think I think they're making a mistake. I really do. I think he's, yeah. I, I I think they're getting rid of an icon. I really do. I really do. I think that, you know, everybody talks about him, and uh, you know, Phil Mushnick was woof. Was he brutal about Francesa? I mean, he was like, he was, he was, he was rough. You know, and I read something interesting about the Jets. I want to talk about this. Okay, so they were down 23-0 in the Jets last week. And Morton said the game was out of hand. And he said, no mas. That's what he basically said. He said, we're, you know, listen, the game was out of hand. I didn't want some bad stuff to happen. So at the time, I don't like saying no mas, but it was time to get out of there. They kicked their butt. Sometimes that just happens in the NFL. And then he got Petty replaced. And I guess they were afraid because, you know, they didn't want him to get hurt. But over three possessions, the, Nets kept, the Jets kept the ball on the ground for eight of their final 12 plays. He said, we, you know, I mean, they're just dropping back in coverage and we just, we're just going to f- be throwing and forcing balls. I didn't want that. I didn't think that was fair. Call it whatever you want. I just thought this was the right decision. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know what? I, I don't know if that... I don't know how the players on your team, that means, you know, I feel like you got to be careful because I feel like the players should say, hey, you know what? We're kind of done here and we're going to call it a day. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel, I don't know. Yeah, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I think you got to keep that team your morale going. And when you're saying we're fucking, we're done. We're going to run the ball. We got a new guy. We're not, we can't get him hurt. The game's over. You know what? Let him fucking throw the ball. You got to get, Petty's out there. He hasn't played him forever. Hasn't played in a year. Let him go out there and throw the ball. So what? You get a garbage touchdown at the end. It carries over to this week. You know what? They lost 23 nothing. They got blown out today. They got blown out tomorrow, which they're going to get blown out. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if they don't. They got blown out tomorrow. It's over. And then they're just playing for, and I don't know, then does Bowl, is Bowles gone? Is Todd Bowles gone? I guess we're going to find out. All right. You know what? It's freaking 1135. I should be sleeping. Now, 
I'm not doing a trivia question for last night because we talked about, yeah, I had a name for Ryan, said name three players who play for the Knicks and Nets. And I did Williams, Ryan, uh, Ray Williams, Michael Richardson, and Courtney Lee. Now, and Chris Childs, and Kenny Rotumbo. I don't think he played. We don't play for the Knicks. Okay. Tonight's trivia question. What is the most points scored in a game by a Cavalier? What is the most points scored by a game in a game by a Cavalier? Most points scored by a Cavalier in franchise history. All right. Tomorrow's could be a very ugly day for local New York football teams. Jets are going to get blown out. Giants are going to get blown out. At least, the, hey, the Knicks are 16-13, and 13, and it was beautiful that Carmelo came back and sucked it up just to prove the theory that goodbye, thanks for coming, the memories were nice, but I'll tell you, the future looks brighter than the past, <laughs> past ever did. Oh, and Punisher's getting a lot better. So, yeah, Kareem Hunt is having a dominant game. It was 23-13. I think that game's over. I was really rooting for the Chargers tonight. And I'll tell you, it's bowl season. I love this time of year. I don't think there's a game tomorrow. I think there's a game on Monday. I'll keep you posted. All right. Tomorrow, Giants-Jets. And I'll tell you, I just can't bet again. I can't see the Patriots losing two games in a row. I need to go to bed. Have a great night. Carmelo, sorry you lost. But Nick, 16-13. and 13. Lithuanian laser. You were wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, have a great night. Peace out.